You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. the Spittin' Statistician. And you are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Network. I pause, right, because, like, it's live sometimes. You can get it on the podcast. We got that live YouTube stream right now. We got that Twitter on Facebook, on Twitch, on Periscope. Some of these things are redundant, but I don't know. The millennials know, and the ones who are helping me sound and look decent down there in the fantasy pit of misery is my man, Danny Otto, down there, hooking us up, managing the stats over Beat Cypher as we're getting it in. We have a great episode for you. Um, I think it's like episode number 308 or 309. I'm not sure, but if you do, in fact, subscribe, you could check it out and tell me. Let me know. I think it's like 308, 309. Rate, review, subscribe, do all that good stuff. Listen, I think this is going to be a big show, and I got to tell you, we have like breaking news on the baseball side of things and on the football side of things, so I'm very excited. Like It's, it's a good time to be here letting the stats overbeat Cypher know what they need you know so first of all the big news right here in football okay earlier today we heard that mark ingram got popped for four games coming up for uh the peds you know a little ped usage shall we say okay he's gonna miss the first four games of this season now you know this is just coming out today right so Maybe maybe there'll be an appeal of some sort. Maybe there'll be another shoe to drop. I'm not sure, right? But this, to me, is very, very interesting, especially for a guy like Alvin Kamara, okay? Listen, both of these guys, I called them so fresh and so clean, Alvin Simon and Theodore Kamara. These guys were both top 10 running backs in PPR formats last year, right? And it was like the elite kind of uh, timeshare. You know, like the year before that in Atlanta, you had Freeman and Coleman an elite timeshare, right? Last year, you had the elite timeshare in New Orleans for the Saints, right? What happens now? What if, you know, Ingram goes down missing like four games, but that also means Kamara goes up. And after this ridiculous rookie season that he had, right? My question for you is how high does he go? Like Method Man and Red Man, how high? Do they get, I mean, Alvin Kamara, of course, down there where they stand up and get crunk? That is the poll question I have for you guys today on the Fantasy Freestyle, right? The options are, he's going to go all the way up now, be this kind of workhorse, and be a top four back in PPR formats. Or is he going to, you know, bump up a little bit, not necessarily into that upper echelon, Zeke Elliott, David Johnson, Todd Gurley, Lev Bell category. Some would even put Saquon in there. We'll see. Um... Or is it like not that big of a deal and they're still pretty much going exactly where you think? Or could it be, you know, 
reverse psychology somehow like he gets overused credit to my man mike florio one of my best friends forever he was like what if the 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 inverse happens what if he gets overworked what if he hits the sophomore wall what if he gets injured you know what if he winds up being a fugazi forgot about it that's what i want to know that's the poll question up right now so i did want to get that out because that is interesting i think that has impact on fantasy football and right now we're in this kind of rookie otas piece of the season so i have other news okay but we have to go on over the baseball Okay, because right now, literally within the hour, we have a trade and we here in New York, you know, Studio 34, Rock and Riley's right in the shadows of Madison Square Garden. But the uh, New York Mets have made a trade. The Mets have traded the Dark Knight, Matt Harvey, to the Cincinnati Reds. The Cincinnati Reds, a lot of people, this was one of the places that people were wondering about, and they get Devin uh, Mesoraco back. I think that is a very interesting move. One, the... Um the Mets have never really kind of fully addressed this catcher issue. They've had a kind of hole there. Remember last year, they were in kind of a rumors for guys like Jonathan Lucroy, right? Now they're talking about guys like JT Realmuto in spring training, right? Darno has never really fully become the player that many thought he would in that original R.A. Dickey trade. I think he came to the Mets in the R.A. Dickey trade. Don't get it twisted. The Mets still ju- did just fine in that trade because I think... The other guy they got in that deal, someone you may have heard of before, I think his name is Noah Syndergaard, so I think they did just fine, but they put another option there at catcher, and to be quite honest, when everyone knew that the Mets had a you know, ticking time bomb there and Matt Harvey and his ability to move him, you know, and they had no leverage, I think Mesoraco is better than uh, I would have thought. To be quite honest, okay? I understand the injury history, but he's worth a flyer. What else did you think you were going to get for Matt Harvey? So we had to let people know about that. There's some other interesting news when it comes to the baseball headlines. We have an interesting story about Roberto Ozuna, the closer up there in Toronto, and, uh, you know, some others. Some other things about baseball. We're going to, you know, wait on that until our middle segment of the show here on the Fantasy Freestyle, you know, YouTube. We got the stats over beat Cypher. But let me know down there, you know, if you're here live on the on, on the stream and you want to interact with the spitting statistician, you can do that. Let me know. What do you think about this Mark Ingram suspension and what it means for Alvin Kamara, what it means for the Saints? Let me know. What does, uh, you know, this news of Matt Harvey, did they get a decent haul? Let me know what you think about that later on in the show. We will check check in on that as well but I do have to talk a little bit more about some news and notes here in the NFL um, since we last spoke here on the Fantasy Freestyle. And a move that I thought was really nice, I wanted to mention that Steelers converted uh, like over $8 million of Ryan Shazier's contract into a signing bonus. I think that's a class move from a class organization. I like what they're doing there. Okay, The Seahawks have released Cliff Averill. They said he couldn't um, pass a physical. And listen, this is now, you know, long line in a series of moves the Seahawks have made this offseason, okay? They are, in essence, moving on from, like, the Legion of Boom and really that team and constructed in the way that it was. You know, um, Sherman, gone. You know, Bennett, retired and gone. You know, there's a lot of or in, in Philly now. You know, um, there's a lot of the other Bennett. There's a lot of things that they did and now add Averill to the list. And this is really, I think, you know, the window for the Seahawks is really kind of, uh, you know, closing, 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 if not shut, unless, you know, Russell Wilson can be that twig that holds it open. I'm going to have to talk to my man Scott Angle about the Seahawks prospects coming up into the season. I think um, we may have some disagreements going into it. And by the way, I say Scott Angle. 
Because if you don't know, I'm now working with Scott Angle. We're doing a big Roto Experts in the morning. You can hear your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician, every morning. Check this out. I do this here, right? Stats over beats. You know, Cypher. I do that here at 7 p.m., right, on Tuesdays. We are going Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 a.m., Roto experts in the morning, check it out. Well, you know, wake up bright and early. As you guys know, I don't need eggs. I don't need prayer. So we're going to make it happen. Also, check this out. Um, Panthers signed C.J. Anderson to a one-year deal. This is something I think was interesting to me. C.J. Anderson and DeMarco Murray were the two running backs that I just wanted to keep an eye on to see where they landed after the draft, right? Wide receivers, I want to see. I still want to see Dez, and I still want to see uh, Jeremy Macklin, interestingly enough. I would love to see where these guys wind up. But uh, C.J. Anderson signs with... The Carolina Panthers. I was telling you guys about this last week when I was saying to keep an eye out on Carolina and keep an eye out on the Indianapolis Colts because I don't think, you know, for Carolina, I, didn't think, I wasn't going to believe in Cameron Artis Payne. You know, and I mentioned that before. So they go ahead and address that need. I think he pretty much fills the uh, Jonathan Stewart place of last year. Christian McCaffrey, you know, people maybe thought he was going to develop and get a little bit more maybe early work, between the tackles work. Now with C.J. Anderson in there, I do not think that is necessarily the case. All right. Here's what I want to move on to when we talk about football. I did have a story I wanted to get in a little bit deeper. And, you know, Last year during football season, if you remember, one of the things I was saying all of the time, you know, it was kind of one of my biggest shot calls was about the, the, the play in the offensive line and how it has changed. And we got into reasons for why it changed and the differences of the college game and the pro game, the ability to practice on the uh, collective bargaining agreement and other reasons, right? And I was telling you that offensive line play has gone down. I wanted to continue that thread because, you know, we're in the time of the season where I can get real, uh, you know, I can get a real stable genius and vocal minority with you guys and get you a little bit inside. I want you to think about this. I don't only give you a fish, you know, uh, I teach you how to fish. And this is something that I want everybody to understand. I think the offensive line is changing. You remember the movie The Blind Side? Remember the movie The Blind Side was like 2006, 2007? And then Michael Orr in Baltimore was the guy portrayed that went to Ole Miss, whatever. But the value of the left tackle is what I'm talking about here. The left tackle, to be quite honest, was in response to speed edge rushers. You know, the evolution, the cycles, like Lawrence Taylor breaking Joe Theismann's leg, right? So protecting the blind side became a thing. So the left tackle became one of the most important positions on the football field. You know, it was like quarterback, left tackle, right? But now edge rusher, was that was in response to that. I submit to you guys here on the Fantasy Freestyle that this is now changing in the NFL. And we're going to see uh, differences in offensive line. And here's what I'm talking about. I don't think NFL teams are going to now invest their resources in the left tackle as much anymore. I mean, think about years past. Even guys like Jake Long, Eric Fisher. Hello, hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. There's people outside Studio 34 having fun here. You know, the, uh, the rooftop is now open here, and people are enjoying themselves at the tail end of happy hour. But, all right, check it out. These people were always going number one overall, right? There were people signing big-time contracts, right? But here's the thing. Defense has changed. It's not only about guys just coming off the edge, you know, we're scheming different things, double A gap blitz, corner blitzes, right? So the left tackle, I saw this over on, um, I think it was uh, 538, right? They had something, only 36% of sacks come from over the left tackle. So even if you have the best left tackle, 
There's still two-thirds of sacks that he can't do nothing about. So why are you investing, right? People are coming, like I said, double A get blitz. Here's the other thing that I think is very interesting that I think is now a misnomer and also about the evolution of the NFL that your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician, the stable genius and vocal minority have been talking about. Hello, we got some kids. Come on in. Come on in with the kids, with the stable genius, right? Here's the thing I'm saying. The blind side is a misnomer. Okay, this is going to be an evolution. The blind side is a misnomer. Now, so many plays are coming in. Come on in, guys. Let's come on in. We are live. It doesn't matter. It, we are live. It's okay if you want to come on in. Do you guys like sports? Yeah. Yeah? Where are you guys from? I'm from front. From front? Have a seat. Oh, just... Have a seat, guys. Have a seat, sir. Have a seat. We got people in from France. I'm going to tell you about the offensive line, but we got people in from France. Let's get this popping. Uh, Danny down there. Yeah. Stefan, and you are from France. Yeah, right. You are from France, and you're here in New York to see the sights. Yeah, exactly. We are here for four, four days. For four days, that's beautiful. Yeah, visiting New York. Last day. Oh, last Come day. Off, How did off. you did you like New York? Ah, uh, it's great. It's great. What was your favorite part about New York? Um, wow. I like the people. Really. You like the people? They were really helpful. They were uh, helpful. If I, if I compare with Paris, if I, when I was in the metro, when I was uh, looking for something. Everybody was Wait, helping us. are you telling me that the new, you said the New York people are nicer than Paris? Because I've heard, yes. listen, I've heard that New Yorkers are supposed to be like real, you know, real grimy, real mean, real head down, not caring. But you experienced helpful New Yorkers. Yeah. And not, really? Yeah. Really? That's really. amazing. That's yeah, amazing. Really. So you guys are here from France. Let me ask you something. Um, do you like Paris Saint-Germain? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Over there, like yeah? Yeah? You like yeah, Paris Saint-Germain? Yeah, 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 he like it. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> well, and and, and uh, they don't have uh, they don't have Zlatan anymore though. No, no. no. He, he left for a while. Yeah. He left a while yeah, ago. Yeah. I no, thought he's, uh, he's here. He's, yeah, he's exactly. here in yeah, MLS yeah, yeah, yeah. now. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, here we talk about football obviously here on the Fantasy Sports Network, but now we got people in from France. So we talk in football. Okay, yeah. it's a little bit okay, different. Yeah. But thank yeah. you for spending a couple of minutes. I was playing football. Wave to the I people. was a goalkeeper, yeah. Really? Yeah. You're like a brick wall. Did they, a brick wall. You yeah, put up yeah, a wall. Yeah, yeah. They can't get past you. I try you. to. <laughs> Thanks so much for okay, coming yeah, by. Pleasure, hey, yeah. yes. Have a good okay, day. Goodbye. Have a good See night. You. Okay. Thank, thank you so you. much. Yeah, All right. Okay, you never know what is going to happen here on the Fantasy Sports Network on the Fantasy Freestyle Studio Thirty Four outside of Rock and Riley's. We have a visiting from France. The Fantasy Freestyle, truly a global show. Thank you so much. We got to see what the stats of Beat Cipher has to say. We are now, you know, international. But we were talking about the offensive line. We were, just, we were talking about the offensive line. The other thing I wanted to say about this, okay? Yeah, we got the blitzes coming from everywhere. The left tackle isn't enough. You're only as strong as your weakest link in the offensive line, right? They're going to scheme blitzes wherever you are weak. Here's the other part. The blind side doesn't matter anymore, and the reason is because now the NFL is a game where more snaps are taken in the shotgun than 
under center. And I'm going to tell you why that is so important when we come back. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds, the spitting statistician, the stable genius and vocal minority on the Fantasy Freestyle. We had international visitors. I'm saying, I'm, I'm trying to grow my brand. You know, we... You know what it is. We're going to come on back in a hot second. Danny, what do we got? We got like a minute left or what are we, what are we doing? We going to break? Oh, okay. So we can go to break. Do me a favor. Let's play a little bit of that Chronicle and when we come on back because we're going to be drinking on a Tuesday. The only problem is it's water for me because you're going to hear me again 7 a.m. on Roto Experts in the morning again right here on the Fantasy Sports Network. But the Chronicle will play. We'll get juxtaposed against another rapping athlete. You know we put the fun in functional sports radio. Come on right back. It's Fantasy Freestyle. playing daily fantasy basketball on DraftKings or FanDuel this NBA season, you need to sign up for Daily Roto. Built by a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. Better yet, you can save 10% off using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com backslash premium to learn more about their product. Fantasy. Andrew McCutcheon guy. Of course, on the year, he's batting 191. Yeah, but he had that strikes. awesome game, though. That's against lefties. Against lefties. <laughs> he interrupted me before I could say Sorry. it. Sorry. I just wanted to make sure you got it right. Against lefties. Andrew McCutcheon hasn't been good in general this year, though. But he's had that one awesome game, though. So He's uh, hitting under 200 against righties. I think I, He's not good. He's hitting 200. Overall, let's just say for what it is. <laughs> he's hitting 200. Sorry, Greg. 208 against righties. Weekdays, 2 p.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on your popular podcast providers. Hey, I'm Jeff. Look. I'm just a skeleton. I don't have an ACL anymore, but I still like to know what it means when one of my fantasy players sprains his. That's why I use the Inside Injuries app. It was created by real doctors. So you're getting information directly from people who have seen, touched, and operated on actual ACLs. Take it from me, a skeleton. If you aren't using it, you might as well just be guessing. Download the free app today and unlock the secrets of injury analysis. It's Carton and Friends. Matt Harvey, he had a half-decent, he wasn't great, first performance out of the bullpen. Apparently the night before, he was at uh, a big party in L.A., just before they played the San Diego Padres. I don't got no beef with this, to be honest with you. If he wanted to go out there and have a good time, I'm cool with that. Everyone is such a rat these days. I know. That's it's like, what? <laughs> guess what? I saw Matt Harvey. <laughs> Weekdays, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on your popular podcast providers. I'm giving you the goods that'll please your ears. No, we don't care. We the Beef Boy Scouts. Check it. We're prepared. You bring it on stage and you can't compare. Because I get more gross, man, than Chicago Bears. I don't mean to brag. We just got the skills. Because Charlie's on the left and Rox is on the pills. And beyond that, I got a lot to gain. I got a whip. I'll grab you. I don't need the train. The boogie down Bronx is the rep I claim. I'm shooting from the hip. No need to aim. Your ladies in the crowd like he's insane. Getting closer to the edge with each refrain. She head bobbing to the beat through sleet and rain. So in her eye, I got a bust like the Hall of Fame. There you go. 
little fantasy freestyle here for you on the Fantasy Sports Network. We were having fun. It is fun on a Tuesday, okay? We had, um, I don't even know his name, Danny. I forgot. I think his name was um, Jacques. Was it Jacques? We can find out. Someone let me did know. Did you just pick a French name? No, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. I was I was so thinking about like what could I actually ask this guy about and I wanted to um I wanted he had a nice little family. And it was the kids at first that were waving to me. And you know Speeds loves the kids. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I was like, "All right, come on in, guys. I could see that they were definitely tourists, but it was fun." But the last thing I wanted to say about this offensive line, I think this is a big point. When I get my man, my best friend forever, hey, if Florio's here, I would love him to say what he thinks about this afterwards. I think the other thing that's important and why teams are going to have to spread resources around the offensive line is not only our defense is now not only doing the speed edge rusher, but they're scheming blitzes, double A gap over your weak link of your offensive line. The other thing that is very, very important is now only you know 60% of snaps are taken in the shotgun. Why do they do that? For the quarterback to stay there and do the whole Omaha. You know, there he's reading the mail. That's what he's doing. He's finding the mismatches. That's what good quarterbacks are doing. And what does that do? It lets them know if there is something coming from the blind side. Thus, it is no longer blind. So in fact, you don't need to invest there. If you got a, a, a piss poor right guard, they're just going to find that ex- and expose it. That's the way the NFL is. So I think it's very interesting. And this is evidence. Listen, it was Quentin Nelson, guard, who went sixth overall. You know, this is what I'm saying. This is not like the left tackle automatically being a top five pick. This is not left tackle signing for huge contracts in the offseason. Okay, you had Nate Soldier, but that was about it. And I think that's interesting. Do I have my best friend uh, forever with me? Is Florio there at all? He's coming. Here. He's coming. Did you hear what I was talking about here? This offensive line, this blind side? I did. It was a convoluted point because I think my man Jacques was in here at some point. But it's okay. What do you think? I think it's really interesting. And I, I think uh, sports in general are changing because as no the, the analytics and everything, like, and you were going over like how the quarterback is lining up, is changing. And if that is the case, then, yeah, left tackle probably will just be viewed as another offensive line position but it is a very interesting take yeah thank you very much sir that's what we do here yo we keep it so hot that we sweat steam here on the fantasy freestyle i want to switch gears real quick and start talking about uh baseball and i and i asked my man florio to 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 hit me up in a second because he's the one who also told me about this next story okay up there in toronto roberto ozuna okay he is uh being suspended um, right now, he's on like that kind of stowaway list for the uh, MLB because um, of uh, domestic violence issues. Okay, and this could be long suspensions. Remember uh, Aroldis Chapman? Remember uh, Jose Reyes, among others? Okay, so in Toronto, okay, I'm telling you, I think the smart money is Tyler Clippard or the final boss, Sing Wong Oh. Okay, you can go on out and get those guys in Toronto because I think, to be quite honest, Ozuna's going to be gone for a while. Also, you got a big series um, getting started, Red Sox and Yankees. Uh, David Price is not going to make his Wednesday start. Um, Nostradamus, also known as Michael Florio, predicted that his hand would get numb, and in fact, it did. I hope he doesn't have a voodoo doll of speeds down there in the fantasy pit of misery, but watch that David Price not going to make his uh, start. Over the weekend, I also wanted to let people know about this i also said this this morning on roto experts in the morning uh yadier molina is going to the disabled list yadier molina needed to have um emergency surgery over the weekend yadier molina 
needed to have emergency surgery over the weekend because he caught a foul ball in his, uh, well, let's just say he's having groin surgery. And let's just say this was like an 101-mile-an-hour fastball that gets, like, deflected and nails you. And it was so much that he has to have emergency surgery and is out for a month here at the Fantasy Freestyle. We, um, you know, we raise a glass, metaphorically, to uh, Yadi and Molina. We hope he is okay. Um, the last thing I want to get into in terms of uh, news and notes is really uh, Jacob DeGrom also going to the DL. And this is interesting because the Mets have kind of flip-flopped on this, right? He was going to make his start Monday. Then, seriously, he was going to maybe start Monday but not be able to swing a bat. And Callahan, uh, like, announced this, in fact, like, I think on Saturday, which is absolutely ridiculous, right? And then they go ahead and finally do the prudent thing, Mets training staff, and go ahead and actually put him on the DL. Um, They say they're being overly cautious. If it's one organization that needs to be overly cautious, I do, in fact, think it is the Mets based on their, uh, you know, track record of health. But the big thing that I wanted to talk about here in baseball this week, listen, um... Day by day, to be quite honest, if you want to go baseball, you just need to tune in, keep it locked, 7 to 9 a.m., or subscribe to us, right? Uh, hit us up on Roto Experts in the morning. We break it down, me and the King Scott Angle, bright and early in the morning. We cock-a-doodle do it, okay, early in the morning. Um, but I talked about Trevor Bauer, and, and I want to talk about Trevor Bauer again. Danny O knows down there in the fantasy pit of misery. We've been talking about Trevor Bauer for the last couple of weeks. He had his 69 days of giving, where he's given away $420.69 to a different organization for 69 days in a row. We played a Trevor Bauer rap, I do believe, at some point as well. Trevor Bauer, really honorary member of the Stats Overbeat Cypher. But what I wanted to say is I don't know how I feel about him and his most recent takes. He's basically like... A quasi-accusing the Houston Astros of cheating. And uh, he's doing it in a very intellectual way. Trevor Bauer continues to be, um, you know, like I said, an interesting follow, to say the least, you know. Um, He's basically saying that the Astros may be doing something, a.k.a. doctoring the ball, to increase spin rate, which is one of these deep stats that some guys, uh, fantasy analysts and coaches, look at uh, for for, uh, for pitchers. And with the better spin rate, you know, they said they are increasing spin rate down there in an artificial way. That's basically what Bauer was insinuating. And he said he didn't, you know, he said a little bit of uh, shade towards the Astros, but it was also towards Major League Baseball. He was talking about applying the rule consistently because he was denied being able to use like pine tar or some glue. Remember after his uh, drone accident in the playoffs a couple years back, right? And he wants MLB to be consistent with the rule application. You know, Bauer's probably a damn the man kind of guy, right? But the Astros had no we're not taking it lightly or happily at all and they roasted him okay um first of all alex bregman goes out and says yo those world series balls spin a little bit different but like you wouldn't know anything about that i think that's a nice little right then lance mccullers says to him yo basically jealousy is not a good look so this is now legitimate you know twitter beef as we're talking about here in 2018, a little Twitter beef, you know? And then Colin McHugh is going like, yo, imagine players can make progress. Imagine players, uh, you know, get better. What would we call it? And he was like, coaching, you know? Um, and Bauer did, in fact, acknowledge that Astros pitching coach Brent Strom is like one of the best in the business and, um, you know, is great, is the man, that sort of stuff. But I think it's very, very interesting because he may be onto something. I mean, Verlander and Morton are first and second in the American League in spin rate. Um, Garrett Cole is now pitching differently and going up from striking out like 
eight guys per nine innings to like 13 guys per nine innings. They got Charlie Morton almost off the scrap heap. Think about what they're doing with all of these guys. These, these um, you know, Lance McCullers, the Colin McHughes of the world. You know, they are really doing what, to be quite honest, what like the Pittsburgh Pirates were doing a few years ago. Turning guys into much better starters. So, you know, maybe Bauer does, in fact, have a point. Imagine what you could do. Imagine the steals you could get on the open market if, in fact, you could, you know, do something to improve. And I think it is, in fact, interesting. Uh, And I wanted to keep our guy, uh, Trevor Bauer, in, you know, down with stats overbeat cipher and, uh, you know, on our tongues because uh, his 69 days of giving continue. I think we're on like day, f- low 40s, like day 41 or day 42 of that. So, uh, you know, it's pretty it's pretty interesting. I wanted to definitely let everyone know about that one for sure. Check it out. All right. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about when it comes to Major League Baseball, and then, you know, after the next break here on the Fantasy Freestyle, what we're going to do is we're going to put the fun in functional sports radio. We are going to talk to my man, Mikey Florio, about... Uh, you know, maybe some, some, some rapping athletes. You never know. I have an interesting topic for him. I know he likes uh, wrestling. So I have, a, I have uh, a wrestling story that I want to get his opinion on. Maybe my boy uh, Strong Style might be in the chat. want to get his opinion on that. Um, and also, to be quite honest, one of the things we're going to talk about is, um, you know, we're going to do the rapping athlete. I got some things for Florio. But also, listen, I went to Syracuse. Okay, go orange. And something up there happened that I think is absolutely crazy, but it, it, it inspires an interesting question from me. So we're going to get into all that. But the last baseball thing I wanted to mention is, listen, we've been talking about it not only in baseball. In the NBA, it started, right? You know, trust the process. And big shout out to my guys at Roto, uh, RotoWare, of course, you know. We're rocking the Waiver Wire Warrior shirt. But they, they came out with a RotoWare Classic shirt, uh, Trust the Confetti. That is absolutely hysterical. I don't know if you guys saw that over the weekend when the Sixers uh, forced that game into overtime and the confetti rained down in Philly and they had to like delay the game for overtime. And then ultimately they did not win the game. So thus more of a process, you know, but trust confetti like that. But um, that's where like the process started i guess or, but now teams are doing this much more dramatically right breaking it down investing in young talent you know and and it's paying off you know people are seeing the fruits of it maybe in philly with the sixers right now but it's paying off in major league baseball kansas city royals they got you know they got to two world series won a world series chicago cubs won a world series breaking the billy goat curse the houston astros and it worked for them, right? That is now the model. And we are seeing that teams are doing that, especially especially if you are, you know, kind of a mid, mid-level team. Let's say you're a team that's going to get like 75, 76 wins. You're not the worst team, but you're not really contending for the playoffs. What do you do then? You know, and I think, to be quite honest, the Chicago White Sox are an example of this, okay? Remember they used big money at one point to sign big game James Shields, to sign Jose Abreu, to sign even like Melky Cabrera and others, right? But really, where are they going, you know? And one of the things people say about um, the process and being able to uh, really break it down and do that, people say, oh, the Knicks could never do that. It would never work in New York. The Yankees could never do that. They have to reload. They can't rebuild, Right. And one of the reasons people say this is because, like, the fans won't come out, you know, and, and, and that is a problem, right, if the fans don't come out. But that's part of why you can't do it in New York. But here's the thing. Check this out. It sounds like you can do it in Chicago, 
but the fans are responding in kind. And I think this is very, very interesting. Last week, um, Tampa Bay and the White Sox, uh, they had a game. And the official attendance was 10,300, right? But the Tampa Bay Times reported that there were actually, are you ready for this? There were actually only 974 people in attendance. That's right. 974 people in attendance. Last year, the White Sox were 28th in attendance, averaging like 20,000. But then, like, they start the year. You start the year 0-5 at home. You start the year going like 2-8 or or 3-7, whatever they do, right? So if you're a team that is like, we are going to invest in the process, right? We're not going to go for it. And you get off to an 0-5 start at home, why go? You know, I understand there's better ways to spend your money, right? There's better ways to straight up spend your money. So what happens, and this is still early in the season, when hope springs eternal and spring promises in the air. What happens in, in August, in September for these teams, the Rays, the White Sox? Are we going to have stadiums full of like 500 people? Baseball is becoming a regional sport anyway, right? So what happens in these situations? I think this is very interesting. And um, someone brought this up to me on Twitter. You know, that's the fans' response. Do, do, do advertisers have a response also? Do regional cable networks have a response also? You know, like think about uh, whoever the sponsor is for, uh, you know, what I, like the Yes Analog down there in Tampa Bay. You know, like the regional sports network in Chicago with the White Sox, like the Tribune company doing its thing, whatever it is, right? Like, the advertising for this, you know, show, the, the, the televised games, used to be worth something based on the amount of viewers, the audience. But if, if they're not even putting a representative product on the field, why should advertisers pay the same amount of money for that ad space? You know, can business do something in response? You know, can, you know, regional cable do something in response? You know, like the product is not the same and it is different tiers. Can, you know, I remember at City Field or maybe back when it was Shea, you had different packages, right? For I think it was for the Mets, like when the Yankees were in town, when the Phillies were in town, when the Braves were in town. Your ticket was like the gold package. It cost X. When the Brewers were in town, it cost Y. You know what I'm saying? And when, like, the, the interleague, ridiculous, non-rival you know, rival comes to town, it costs Z. Right? Can't, can't there be more? Can't there be other ways that we can um, go against tanking? I know the NBA tried to do this as well with changes to, like, the draft lottery. You know what I mean? But I think business is the way to officially put pressure on teams from the idea of tanking because teams and owners, and we've talked about this before, it will come to if it can affect or impact the bottom line, the business of the sport. We saw that with the anthem protest, and I did want to get to something. We'll talk about next episode of the Fantasy Freestyle. You know, we talked about how, like, Colin Kaepernick was getting blackballed because of his kneeling and his stance there. Like, okay, but... What about safety Eric Reed? What about safety Eric Reed also on the 49ers, right? This is a guy who's a, 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 starting, a starting caliber safety in the NFL, right? And after his rookie deal, this is a guy who uh, I believe PFF rated as like the number 30 safety in all of football. Certainly a valuable starter in the NFL, 
maybe sort of like Colin Kaepernick. But uh, he's getting like no deal either. Eric Reed's brother was drafted this uh, week, last weekend or whatever it was, you know, a couple weeks ago. He was supposed to be a late first round pick. Wound up getting drafted in the third round by the Houston Texans. He fell also. Okay, so uh, I think, you know, the collusion case is strong there as well. Eric Reed said, though, uh, and I quote, I stand by what I've done. My faith in God is the reason I can go to sleep at night confident I did what I was called to do. You know, he's going to ride it out the same way Cap is. But listen, the, the claims that there is not some kind of like collusion or that this doesn't affect the bottom line. So I'm saying apply it to this tanking issue as well. And it could be very, very interesting when we come back here on the fantasy freestyle what we are going to do is uh like i said we're going to bring in my best friend forever little mike florio we're going to talk about a couple of things we're going to play a new little rapping athlete but at the same time checking on in that poll question as well i asked you how far up do you think alvin kamara goes based on the mark ingram you know, PED news. We're going to update that poll as well. People really are high on Alvin Kamara. I'll tell you how they're doing on the poll. We'll bring in Florio for a little, you know, fun and functional sports radio. And we'll have another uh, rapping athlete as well. All that and more with your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spitting Statistician, the stable genius and vocal minority. It's a fantasy freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Join the family at Modell Sporting Goods. Visit your nearest Modells and sign up for our MVP rewards program to receive insider deals all year round. Earn points on every purchase when you use your MVP card to earn Modell's cash back. It's our way of thanking you for being a loyal customer. Upon signing up, receive 10% off your purchase and 15% off your next purchase. It's that simple. Plus, new MVPs this month are eligible to win a $500 Modell's gift card. When you got to play more and pay less, you got to go to Mo's. Attention all authors. Page Publishing is looking for authors. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Page Publishing will get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, Apple iTunes, and other outlets. They handle all aspects of the publishing process for you. Printing, cover art, publicity, copyright, and editing. Call 800-292-8137 now for your free author submission kit. That's 800-292-8137 for your free author submission kit. Again, that's 800-292-8137. It's Carton and Friends! Gary Sanchez hits that three-run bomb against the Astros in the top of the ninth. When John Sterling does the call, there are moments where Susan can't help herself, and she gets very excited. Kind of like a woman being excited in a porno. Oh, boy. John, of all the dramatic things, <laughs> I'm moist right now because Gary is scary. Oh, 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 oh. Weekdays, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on your popular podcast providers. Skix sneakers are taking over tailgates and alumni homes across America. Skix canvas high top, low top, slip on, and kids tennis style sneakers designed in officially licensed college colors and logos is a must have for every college fan's wardrobe. Fun, fashionable, and comfortable. Whether you're at the big game or watching the game at home, Skix helps fans perform better. Go to Skix.com and use promo code FNTSY for 15% off your pair now. That's Skix.com. Skix sneakers, the soul of a true Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. 
Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. This feels so epic. May the fourth be with me. It is epic. You know what it is. Yo, Danny, that makes me think, uh, what's going on tomorrow? I'm popping off. I mean, this makes me think of, you know, like your uh, wheelhouse. I mean, this is absolutely my wheelhouse. I know. That's why I thought about it. What's going on? <laughs> what's, what do we got tomorrow? We're not going to do Star Wars ne- uh, this week, but next week, yes, definitely. Okay. But this week, I'm super excited. We're finally going to uh, kind of review and kind of get into some spoilers of uh, Avengers nice. Infinity War. Okay. We, we gave everybody a little break. We, we, let, we let everybody get a chance to go see it and stuff like that, so we don't want to ruin it for anybody. Producer Chris is supposed to be seeing it tonight. Oh. Yeah. He's, Chris Bavona? Yeah. Really? Right up against right up against it. Oh, okay, awesome. So I'm going to uh, ask him about it tomorrow morning. Good. I'm going to ask him about it tomorrow morning on Roto Experts in the Morning. That is popping off. You can hear Danny Otto. You can hear Chris Bavona, the Manimal. You can hear Bodega Cat, Ashley, making it pop off on popping off. I believe uh, Marissa, the bartender, may be there as well. You can hear me on Roto Experts in the Morning as well. But this is Fantasy Freestyle. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez. I told you we were checking in on the poll. Right now, 50% of you are saying that Alvin Kamara is a top four back in PPR. I got to tell you something. I disagree. I would still have Lev Bell ahead of him. I would still have Ezekiel Elliott ahead of him. I would still have Todd Gurley ahead of him. And I can make the case for either David Johnson or maybe even Saquon Barkley ahead of him. I know people maybe even like a guy like Kareem Hunt in that level as well. 45% of you say not that far, but up a bit. Um, And then 3% say still a timeshare. 2% say he'll be overused and injured. Fugazi. Forget about it. And... To be honest, when I put that poll question in there, I put that option in because my man Mike Florio, one of my best friends forever, decided like, yo, someone will make that case. And I think it's very interesting that so far people are making that case. Mikey Florio, we got 2% still thinking that uh, Alvin Kamara may in fact be a fugazi this year. I wanted to ask you, though, uh, Florio. And, uh, you know, he's down there in the fantasy pit of misery, pulling double duty, doing yeoman's work down there. Um, because I know Florio likes wrestling and the WWE. And I had a question for him. Did you see this, Florio? Uh, Glenn Jacobs, also known as Kane, the Big Red Machine, um, won the Republican nomination for Knox County mayor in Tennessee. Are you aware of this? Yeah, it's going to be super weird if he becomes a mayor of a town. He's going to be the sitting mayor. Like, this is different. You know, this is different than, like, you know, Jesse the Body Ventura or something like this. You know, like, there is an election. He is facing Linda Haney. There it is. There it is. He is uh, facing Linda Haney in the election for this mayor in on August 2nd. Um, like Kane is still kind of like around, right? He's not like hot in the championship scene or anything, but he's still like around. What if a sitting mayor is like, will he still be employed by the day? He would have to give it up, right? He'd have to what, like walk away. Would they like bury him in a casket or something? Yeah, I'd imagine he'd have to give it up. I, I can't remember the last time I've seen Kane right. in a wrestling like show. I, I think it 
it's been a few months now, so I guess he's taking this pretty seriously. But hey, I guess if he loses, he can always go back, put the mask on, and become the demon again. Yes. So check this out, though. He's not the only one. Did you know there is another? Uh, I guess not really active, but definitely in the WWE scene who's uh, going to be running for mayor. This in a much bigger place, not like a Tennessee county. And I think it's funny that Knox County gets a mayor. Don't cities get mayors instead of counties? I don't know, but I digress. But uh, do you know who's running for the mayor of Houston in a, in the next election cycle, Florio? I do not. You do I w- not. I would guess Mark Henry because I know he's from Texas. Close, but no. Um, Booker T. Really? Yeah, yeah. But he's already announced this. He's apparently already announced that he's going to launch a campaign for Houston mayor in 2019 in the fantasy pit of misery. You can do uh, you know, Google it for sure. But the real question I want to ask you guys both is we put the fun and functional sports radio and find out with the stats overbeat cipher maybe in the chat thinks is, you know, who among us in the fantasy sports network do you think could hold office? You know, Nando. Okay, that's a good that that's good because I remember when like DeBrickishaw Ferguson retired, they were like, "Oh, you could be in politics," you know, and they always talk about that, you know. So that got me thinking about this. You say Nando, huh? Because we have like the adult totem pole, and we and, and we think about this. But you think Nando could? I, I I think I think Greg Sussman would most want a career in politics. Of nah, everyone. but I don't think. Nah, but I don't but think. I think Nando is just so personable. That could could pull it off a yeah, little bit he better. Could pull it off. I like that. I like that. If you're down there in the, uh, you know, in the chat room. And, and or hey, whatever. reality. I, I mean, not that we're a reality show, but I I heard one time that this reality star kind of ran for office and won. Really? Yeah. I don't know if you heard anything about that. You're fired. <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. I did not know about that. But um, thanks for uh, thanks for all that, Florio. I just didn't know if you knew about the cane. And now, to be quite honest, when I'm talking with Jake Seeley an hour a day, he's into the uh, he's into the WWE a little bit too, huh? Oh, he's a bigger fan than I am. All he right, so I'll have everything. to ask him about. I'll have to ask him about this. But check this out. All right, we have another rapping athlete as we put the fun in functional sports radio. And to be quite honest, I'm celebrating here the NBA playoffs. I'm celebrating the uh, the sweep that the Cleveland Cavaliers had. Even though this guy is not on the Cavs anymore, I think he's with the Sacramento Kings, a former Cav though. And we're stepping our game up, okay? Because I was making some jokes about some of the other rapping athletes. This guy is known as one of the better. Rapping athletes, right, Florio? I mean, we're talking about Iman Shumpert, a former Cleveland Cavalier, former New York Knick. This guy is kind of well-regarded. I'm saving the most highly regarded NBA player for uh, maybe next week's episode. Uh, you know, Mr. Not Quarter Nickel, but Dollar. Um, but Iman Shumpert, uh, you were saying, oh, yeah, he's dope. He put out a bunch of stuff. So you actually uh, have understood him as a rapper before, right, before I brought this out. I don't know where he is. I'm here. Yeah, I heard him uh, back when he was with the Knicks. He did a little. He he released like a mixtape or something. I remember did, listening to it and thinking he did. It. Yeah, for so, an athlete, this is pretty good. All right, so okay, we already know. Mike Florio says for an athlete, this is pretty good. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna play. He went on Funkmaster Flex. My boy Chris Bavona, the manimal, likes to drop the bomb on it, and that's because of the Funkmaster Flex. He did a freestyle on Funk Flex. Okay. um... Let's hear a little bit of Iman Shumpert here now on the Fantasy Freestyle. Down, he the only one got one. Your peers show fear, then they use you for the spotlight. You keep your enemies close, ain't no closure when it's cop lights. Uh. 
Well, I'm on a ladder you never could climb With guns you'll never survive Words will never suffice Who do this better than I? You ain't did shit with the cuffs on This ain't the subject to touch on This ain't the lane you should drive in Find you a drive through brother This bat for a base you won't slide through, brother I never heard Jay on no sway in the morning With his hands in the hoodie I got nothing to say in the morning I dropped post 90s when I did They ignored it So I went back to the dark But now I'm glow They'll support it, right? I could afford it I finally got me some jewelry But I ain't pay a dime All y'all shine cost a fortune I've been in the sweats with white guys in the office Wearing three-piece suits just to chop about the profits Facing new decisions like I'm opting out of options Trying to tread the internet without reading all this gossip But I do though <laughs> And they tried it Substance abuse soon Woo! There you go, little Iman Shumpert spitting that hot fire. I gotta tell you, Danny, we've been breaking down the rapping athletes. Here's what I gotta say. We started with a lot of what uh, you and I and Bavona affectionately called that lazy rap. You know, that like southern drawl. I'm a boy from New York. Okay, don't get it twisted. I love all of the art forms out there, all five elements of hip-hop, you know, and all different kinds of expression. But I got to give it to someone with a kind of New York pace and a New York flow. I am, after all, Speeds and Spittin' Statistician, and that's something that I thought was a strength of Iman Shumpert. He's his kind of flow riding over the beat, um, you know, with more, uh, a different cadence than some of that, uh, like, Cole Beasley, Le'Veon Bell rap. You know what I'm saying? What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. I I like this okay. a lot. Oh, you liked it a lot. Yeah. Okay. I um you <laughs> listen, I mean, you are uh you don't always have strong feelings about about some of the raps that we hear. Okay? So, but you you sound like uh so where does he go? I mean, where does uh That's tough. Okay, because listen, we've got like remember uh Marvin Bagley doing that relevant rap about the cops? Remember, we had my boy Julian Turner doing the XY life about like the cellular mitosis. Remember that? Um, we had our boy Kenneth Cashman dropping, um, you know, fantasy lyrics, roto rhymes. Shout out to Kenneth Cashman. We had our boy Young Kaz, the trap game maestros. These are all not bad either. So where does uh, Iman Shumpert fit in for you? That's re- it's really tough now because now we've we've heard bad ones and now we've we're heard better. a lot. I know we're getting we've heard better. a lot and good ones in a row. <laughs> we're getting better. All right, so he goes in the upper echelon. Definitely, he goes in the upper echelon, and uh, maybe I'm gonna get my man the King Scott Angles take on this. You know, the next time it comes up because it came up with uh, the different kind of music we were playing on Roto Experts this morning. But one other piece that I wanted to say on this with the rapping athletes. Danny, one of the rapping athletes that we had previously, I don't know if you remember this, it was one of the first ones we had, to be quite honest, the way you described it, you know, when we were still in kind of the lower parts of the ranking, shall we say, and we had A.J. Francis on at one point. He was a lineman for the Washington football team, and we had him on uh, his song, and we kind of said it was one of those, like, you know, more that that, that slower kind of drawl, shall we say, that lazy rap, you know, and, uh, but he's in the news. He's in the news again. A.J. Francis has left the Washington football team. He signed with the New York football giants, right? But he's got that lyricism. You know, part of being a rapper is getting after it, right? And, 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 and talking about how good you are and insulting other people and blah, blah, blah. And he keeps the barbs going to his former team, the Washington football team, on Instagram. He's talking about, like, when, when the team who signs you actually watch the film. But then he ends it, and this is what I wanted to mention, hashtag... Your logo is racist. 
And I think that was interesting. You know, he's talking about the Washington football team, shouting them out. Hashtag your logo is racist right after he leaves. I leave that's something kind of like a battle rapper would do. We did, in fact, have A.J. Francis on as one of our rapping athletes before. What do you think about that, though, Danny? I mean, my man is like, you know, now that he is free of the oppression of the naming of the Washington football team, he's going after them on IG. That's, I I mean, (laughs) it's kind of funny. Um I feel like I would do the same thing if I left really? the job. Would. I would just be you like, would. you know what? Right, by the that's way, like sc- oh, scorned, right? Just on my you know? way out. Just, just boom, let me leave that yeah. there real quick. Let me leave that there real quick. I like that angle on it, Danny, and I like what you guys got going on. I'm popping off. You're going to have to keep me posted. I'm going to ask Bavona about the Avengers. Uh, tomorrow morning, you can catch me on Roto Experts in the Morning with uh, Scott Engel, with Jake Seeley. We'll be doing this fantasy freestyle thing. You could also catch me. Um, we're going to be dropping a new podcast. That's why you got to subscribe and, and you got to follow me on Twitter. There's so much stuff going on. Okay. Um, you could also check me out. I'm doing a project over there over on Fan Tracks, which is popping off. Okay. They have. Incredible platforms, incredible games, incredible features for you. It is the place to do your fantasy league. Um, We're doing stats over beats there. I got another podcast about to pop off starting this week. Subscribe, rate, review, all that stuff if you want to support the spitting statistician. The last thing I wanted to tell you before we get out of here on the fantasy freestyle, you know, I I said earlier in the show that I went to Syracuse, right? Newhouse, represent, you know what it is. Um, Up there in central New York, one of what I think is kind of the, the worst things I've ever heard about um, related to sports, um, you know, con artists, con artists. It's a mix of con artists and stupid criminal and, and horrible and just horrible stuff, horrible stuff. The real reason we may need to make America great again. Um, up in uh, Port Byron, New York, there was the LaFrance family, right? Uh, Jolene LaFrance, Martin LaFrance, and CJ LaFrance, the son, CJ. Okay, um, unfortunately, it came out that CJ, the kid, was battling Hodgkin's lymphoma, right? So the family sets up a GoFundMe page. <clears throat> they raise just over $3,000, okay, for the medical costs because this kid has lymphoma, right? They also arrange this kind of like this make-a-wish kind of thing, you know, like, hey, what do you want to do? You see, like, when the kid is at, like, the spring practice game or whatever, they give the kid the ball and, you know, like, runs for a touchdown and it really makes everyone's day. It's a, it's a you know, it's a moment that makes everybody happy, you know, get all emotional and well up with feeling. Well, they did that with Syracuse football team, okay? He's nine years old. He met players. He was in practice doing all that. He even bonded because um, director of player development for the Cuse, um, he was a two-time cancer survivor, Roy Wickies, right? So he's like bonding and all this stuff is beautiful. But then check this out, Danny. Um, unfortunately, though, after a four-month investigation that was spurred on by a tip, the sheriff's office in this county concluded conclusively that unfortunately CJ never had cancer. Never, just never had cancer. They raised over $3,000. They got him to go. They arranged for him to go to Syracuse practice. Yeah, he never had cancer. So Martin and Jolene, their parents, are charged with scheming to defraud and endangering the welfare of a child. They're going to be arraigned in court on May 16th. Is this not the worst thing you've ever heard of in your life? I think it is. I think it absolutely is. It is, right? It's absolutely crazy. And it makes me wonder, unfortunately, like, what happens with all these other GoFundMe after disasters and stuff, you know? Um, after these shootings that happen or after these earthquakes that happen or after these hurricanes that happen. I was out here 
telling everybody, uh, my boy Kenneth Cashman had a GoFundMe page, you know. Um, I told you about my man, the pinche gringo down there in Mexico City after the earthquake. You know, like, but to see that people are trying to, you know, you take advantage of it in this way, I think is real sad. I think it's real. And, and the fact that my alma mater, you know, the orange was brought into this. You know, I, I, I wanted to share it, but I think it was the absolute, you know, worst thing I have seen in sports in a long, long time. So I definitely wanted to share that with you guys. But just remember, big news here, both on the football side and on the baseball side. On the baseball side, the Mets have traded Matt Harvey to the Cincinnati Reds. They get Devin Mezzarocco back, which I think, listen, is a better return than you may have expected. Could maybe even push Darno if he is healthy, if the both of them are healthy and then over on the football side the biggest piece is remember Mark Ingram Saints running back has been suspended for four games of the upcoming 2018 NFL and fantasy football season that certainly downgrades him down into the RB2 if not the low end RB2 range and the more intriguing question for me is what this means for Alvin Kamara he was already a first round potential talent I personally have him around RB678 I know others who have him inside their top four and right now we go to the poll and 49% of you half of you believe that in PPR formats he is now a top four back he's not one of my top four backs but I do understand it I think he is a legit first rounder now I was worried about the timeshares the the committees that we talk about although I know my man the King Scott Angle would not allow me or like me to use that word to describe it but 40% of you do in fact think he is a top four back in PPR because of this news. That about does it for me. Keep it locked all week long. Roto Experts in the morning, 7 to 9 a.m. Catch me at Spit and Speed. You could ask me questions every morning. Catch my man Danny Otto down there on Popping Off. Catch my man Mike Florio down there on BFFs every day here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Network. I'll see y'all next week. It's your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds, the spitting statistician, the stable genius and vocal minority. And this has been another episode, I think it's 309 of the Fantasy Freestyle. Peace.